We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And And this this is is the Limitless Limitless Podcast. Podcast. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking to you all about toxins. Where do they come from? How does the body handle them? And what happens when our system becomes overwhelmed? So the first thing we wanted to get into with you today, again, as I said, is where do toxins come from? And this is something that we deal with from so many different places in our everyday life and that we often don't even recognize a lot of the sources and where they're coming from. So when it comes to toxins, what we want to talk about today is mostly chemicals and metals. And they do come from other sources as well. We've talked before about things like radiation and parasites, um, but chemicals and metals are really big ones because when the body is overwhelmed with these things, it has to find a way to deal with them. And this can often result in symptoms and result in uh, things that we don't really want to have happen. So when it comes to heavy metals, Amanda, Want to share with us some ways that we can come in contact with heavy metals? Heavy metals. Okay. Um, the first one that just came to mind is if you have any dental work, maybe from years ago, they're not doing this now, but any of the amalgams in your mouth, those were mercury amalgams. So, And that's something that could be affected by, we could be affected by, because as you're chewing and eating and drinking and all these other things, uh, that is being leached out of your your teeth and going into your system. And obviously you would be swallowing that with any of the food or the water that you're drinking. And it could potentially even go into your brain area as well. Uh, that's the first one off the top of my head. And I'm anyone out there watched or seen uh, Alice in Wonderland? And they mentioned the Mad Hatter. Well, why, why was that name given? And it's because back in the day when they used to make hats, they used mercury in the process of making those hats. And then when the guys would wear them, obviously, then that would uh, leach into their head and cause them to have these cognitive issues and then mental health issues and hence the name Mad Hatter. Um, So there's aluminum as well. Uh, If you use antiperspirant, that is contained in most of those those things. Uh, Even if, I guess, I'm not sure how much you can get from drinking out of the aluminum cans, but that's another factor as well. Um, there's also like arsenic, which I believe is contained in some rice out there, uh, and radioactive metals, depending on where you live, that can sometimes leach into the water that you're consuming. Uh, EWG, the environmental working group, EWG, EWG EWG.org is a great resource. You can, in the States anyway, you can look in and type in your, your not postal code, area code, whatever it is. Uh, apologies. I can't remember what that's called. Um, your zip code, just type that in there and you'll be able to see if that's affecting any of your local water. Um, yeah, those are kind of some of the main things offhand that I can think of. How yeah. And merc- so mercury, you mentioned aluminum, um, arsenic as well. Mm-hmm. And those are ones, lead is also one that we see, especially if you're living in an older house, uh, yes. we used to have lead paint. in our pipes. There's lead in old paint as mm-hmm. well. Um, And these are things when there's heavy metals in your system and same as the chemicals that we're going to talk about as well, 
the body needs to do something with them. Because if it just let these things flow freely in our system, they would lodge themselves into tissues and organs, and they're going to cause a lot of problems. And when it comes to heavy metals, that's typically what can happen. People can be dealing with, um, we know a, a woman who was dealing with gaining weight, even though she was doing all of the right things, exercising, eating healthy, and they couldn't figure out why until they found that she actually had mercury in her pineal gland, which is a gland in your brain. And so this is the problem with heavy metals is that they do end up in different parts of our body. And when that happens, they can cause these areas to not function properly. So it could cause sleep disturbances. It ca could cause mood changes. It can cause hormone imbalances. There's so many different things that having heavy metals in your system can cause. And they can be the reason why you're not getting better. And so it's important to figure out what's going on with you if you're dealing with symptoms. And, and we talk about this often in the sense of we need to find out why. Why are you dealing with symptoms? And heavy metals is something that we see come up with people more often than a lot of the times you may expect. I know for myself, you know, a few months ago, I was dealing with, it was the weird, okay, this is a weird story. I was dealing with the weirdest symptoms where I felt like I was standing in a bucket of ice water all of the time. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And like, I was standing on pebbles. It was so strange. And what we found was that I was detoxing aluminum at the time. And that's why my legs felt cold. And it felt like I was standing on, I saw it as pebbles, but essentially like cr little crumpled up balls of tinfoil. Right. And, you know, aluminum, there's another source is it can be, if you use aluminum foil for cooking, that's going to transfer the aluminum into the foods that you're eating as well. And it's something that we often don't even consider. So heavy metals are going to be problematic. If you're dealing with any health issues, if you've, if you've gone and got blood work uh, done, a lot of the times these things won't show up, but they could be the reason you're not getting better. Then we also wanted to talk about chemicals because chemicals is another area where it's a toxin that the body has to deal with. And a lot of the chemicals that we, we often see are things like chlorine. And chlorine is one that people, it's, it's a common thing. Like we don't really think about it that much. We know there's chlorine in swimming pools. Um, we know there's chlorine in certain areas. We know there's chlorine in bleach, if you use that as a cleaner. But there's also chlorine in our drinking water, if you drink tap water. And chlorine is problematic because we're taking it in all of the time. And then if we're showering as well in unfiltered water, we're going to absorb a really high percentage of that in through our bodies when we're in a shower because we're warm and then it becomes vapor and then we breathe it in and then we absorb it in and our skin becomes our pores open when it's warm as well. So chlorine is problematic because chlorine and iodine are in the same row if you're looking at a periodic table of elements. And so if you're dealing with thyroid issues or feeling cold all the time or hair falling out or excess weight that you can't get rid of and you're, you're thinking you might have thyroid issues, it, it could be because your body is overwhelmed with chlorine in the system. And so we can consider in the body if, if you look in a, in a parking lot and you had 10 parking spaces in your body where iodine is meant to go. 
chlorine, because it's in that same column in the periodic table of elements, it fits into the same spaces where iodine is supposed to go. So if all of your 10 parking spaces are taken up by chlorine, there's no nowhere for iodine to go. And the body's not able to access that and use it as it's supposed to. So chlorine is a really big one. Um, there's also, there's other chemicals too. Um, do you want to, anyone you want to talk about a minute? Yeah. Uh, you're mentioning drinking water. So another one included there is fluoride. Uh, that's a big one as far as being a neurotoxin that gets into our body. Uh, a lot of toothpastes also contain that. So that's, so these are like simple changes you can make by switching up the water you're drinking, whatever filtration system you decide to use, or maybe distillation. That's our favorite option is having distilled water to get rid of all the chemicals and everything that you could think of being in uh, city water. So that's one way to get rid of that. And then go out and look and see what uh, other toothpaste alternatives there are out there. Anything without the fluoride in it. Because again, as we've talked about, it's they only consider it a small amount. How many of these things are you consuming? What's the layered effect adding to our body and what's actually in there? Right? That's something you have to think about what's really safe for your body. The accumulation that happens over time adds up and then we're going to be affected by these things. Absolutely. And so an interesting caveat there too, we've mentioned two chemicals that are in our tap water. And when I was in school, I remember, you know, my, my professor saying to me, like, the city has to put these chemicals in your water because if it didn't, you would die because yeah. There's bacteria, there's pathogens, there's all kind of kinds of things in the water that would make us really sick. So the solution is, well, we know that those things are there. So then we're going to put chemicals in to kill those things so that it's safe for you to drink. But is it? So now you're drinking the chemicals as well. And that's why, you know, Amanda mentioned distilled water is, is definitely our choice. Um, when it comes to the best option out there, there are other options as well. And ultimately, like filtered water, if you're do if you're using a Brita filter, it's better than just drinking straight tap water. It's not going to filter out all of the things that are in there, but it's giving you a bit better of an option than the tap water. But the reason distilled water is really beneficial is because it's it removes everything from the water. So ultimately there, there isn't going to be the chemicals and the toxins and the sediment that we would find in other sources That's of right. water as well. Um, so beyond our water, we are gonna have chemicals and toxins in other ways as well. And so in our food system, a lot of the times the chemicals and toxins we come in contact with there is going to be from preservatives. It's gonna become from uh, food dyes, it's going to come from uh, flavoring, artificial flavoring, artificial coloring. All of these chemicals, they're not in a state or in a, a sense that the body recognizes. So it doesn't know what to deal with it or what to do with it. Then we also have pesticides, which is a really big one for people. And it's going to cause a lot of problems because, again, our system doesn't know what to do with this. And we're overwhelmed in a sense, in terms of the pesticides that we come in contact with. It's, it's everywhere. If you play soccer, you're in, you know, grass a lot of the times that's got pesticides sprayed on it. If you're a golfer, 
you can't go to a golf course and look at the pristine, perfect greens on the golf course and not be able to recognize, I hope, that they're probably using pesticides there because I've seen what happens to a dandelion or a, a lawn that's not sprayed with pesticides. It's all dandelions. The golf courses look amazing, but there's a lot of pesticide use on the grass there as well. So we come in contact with pesticides there. All of our food, if it's not organic, is sprayed with pesticides as well. Um, and there's just going to be so many different ways that we're coming in contact with these. So we're touching it when we're out and we're in the grass and we're walking barefoot. We're eating it if we're eating non-organic foods. And then we're getting chemicals through our drinking water as well. We breathe it in the air. We just come in contact with chemicals and toxins in so many different ways in our everyday life. And ultimately, this has an impact on us. It's not super hard to appreciate that, like, that's a lot. There's a lot of ways that we're coming in contact with these things. And so our bodies are amazing. Don't get me wrong. Our bodies are really well set up to deal with these things. But there's, there's a caveat there. It's not going to take care of everything. So what do our bodies do when it comes to dealing with toxins? When it comes to toxins, ideally, <clears throat> our body obviously does our, its best to remove things out of the body. Uh, and ideally, when we're getting things out of the body, the bowel is always, always the number one choice that we want to detox. Uh, uh, but when things, when our body's overwhelmed, when our liver's clogged and backed up, we're going to start having symptoms and problems. And one of the things that does correlate to the liver the most, if it is clogged up, is you're going to have sinus issues. And then when you're not detoxing things as well as you should be, um, <clears throat> When you're not detoxing things as well as you should be, then they're gonna your body's gonna look to protect you and place it in basically put the toxins in your fat cells. And that's where it can protect you from, as you said, kind of going wherever it wants to in the body. It's gonna uh, you know, I'm gonna tuck it away over here and keep it safe from any of my organs or glands or whatever, and until I can handle it later, basically. So when our system's backed up essentially. That's one of the ways that we will do it. We'll actually get rid of it that way. Or this is where people end up having a lot of skin issues because this is another one of our detox pathways where our body's going to try and get it out the most efficient way. So if the liver and the bowel is not doing things as efficiently as it should be and that end we're overwhelmed, it's going to push things out the skin. So you could have psoriasis, you could have acne, maybe rashes, things like this, uh, if you notice that yourself, that you're having these issues, it's probably because you're backed up and your liver's clogged and you need to, you need to do a detox. Or from there, you need to work on drainage. So you need to get things moving again. And then you can work on a detox to get all the stuff out of your system. That's probably one of the things to consider when you're looking at all these toxins, because we're just bombarded with it everywhere. And like, as you know, like, it's so important, important to clear this stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. And you made some really good points there, which are good, kind of a reference for people to understand like, okay, so I'm gaining extra weight is something that, you know, I hear a lot of the time, especially I work mostly with women. 
And it's like, okay, I'm in my late thirties, my forties, and I'm starting to gain extra weight. And I don't know why I'm doing all of the right things. I'm eating well, I'm exercising, but I'm gaining all of this weight and I can't figure out why. And that could be from a variety of reasons. It could be because the chemicals are interacting and making it so your thyroid doesn't function properly. It could be because of stress. It could be because of parasites, but it also could be because your body, as Amanda said, is dealing with extra chemicals and extra toxins mm -hmm. in your system that it's tucking in your fat cells to protect you. And a lot of the times weight, especially, well, I mean, any symptom, but weight is one where people are like, God, I just want to get rid of this weight. Like, why is yeah. my body doing to that, this to, to me? And if you can recognize like your body is protecting you because if we let these chemicals and toxins end up in your organs, end up in other parts of your body, it could be really problematic. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, it's brilliant. Although I get that it's frustrating. It's a sign for you that you need to figure out what is going on and what support your body needs to get back into balance. Uh, the other thing that I see often too is the skin issues. Skin issues is one that we're so conditioned. And I know myself as a young age, at a young age, I had acne and when you're young and you're going through puberty and stuff, it's something that's I can't, common. I don't like the word common, but it's something that we see more frequently. But when people are dealing with ac acne uh, later in life, in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s, this is again a sign that there's something not working properly in your body. And it could be a sign that your liver is sluggish, your bowels aren't functioning properly because the body should not be pushing toxins out through your skin. But if it's not able to clear them properly in, in the means in the ways that it's uh, designed to do it, it has no choice. Mm -hmm. So if chemicals are being pushed and toxins are being pushed out your skin and you're having breakouts or especially, um, certain times of the month or after you eat certain things, it could be a sign that there's something going on with your digestion and there's support that your body needs. So ultimately when we're dealing with metals, when we're dealing with chemicals and toxins, that's the answer or that's what needs to happen is we need to figure out what is going on. What is impacting your body? What's keeping you from being optimally healthy, what's keeping you from getting to the goals and the results that you're that you want. And when we can figure out what the cause is, what's holding you back, then we can figure out what your body needs to move in the right direction again. And that's an area where quantum nutrition testing is really helpful. Because that's the question that we ask. That's what we're asking your body. Always. Where's the problem? What is the cause? And what do you need to get back into balance? And a lot of the times, if you go to see your doctor, the solution is how can we make these symptoms go away? Mm -hmm. But the question of why, why are you having these symptoms is never asked. So then we suppress the symptoms. We put cream on the acne. We put makeup to cover it. We put things on the outside to try and cover up the symptoms that you're dealing with, but we never get to the root and never get to the cause of it and figure out why you're having them to begin with. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Hopefully that's something that, that translates in the sense of chemicals and toxins. It's, we live in a world where we're going to come in contact with these things all of the time. There's really no way to avoid it. 
it's eating organic is a way that you can reduce the chemicals that you're coming in contact with in your food. There's still going to be chemicals in that, that food. There's still going to be toxins, mm. but it's going to be less. It's going to be better. Changing your water, actually going to distilled water is a very, a very good way. You can reduce your toxin load through the water that you're drinking. Um, and then, yeah, like, uh, not spraying your lawn with Roundup or with glyphosate or with other chemicals and pesticides. Um, not, oh, I didn't even talk about that. Um, like skincare is another one that can be, there's a lot of chemicals and toxins that we come in contact with in face wash, in bubble bath, in shampoo, in hair dye, hair dye, and so many different things, hair dye. I heard yep. a story about someone who said, oh, my hair, my, my head feels like it's, like it's burning when I'm getting my hair dyed. Goodness. That's not a good sign. Mm -mm. Feel like your head is burning. <laughs> but ultimately, like it's not about, we can't get rid of them completely, but it's like, where are there little things that you can do to start reducing the chemicals and toxins that you come in contact with? Right? Definitely. Uh, I have some resources that we can share as well. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, there is an app called Think Dirty, which is something you can use uh, depending on what the products are. I know a bunch of them, you can actually like scan the barcode and it'll bring it up and tell you, uh, kind of give it a rating as far as if it's good, bad, whatever, and tell you what's the most harmful thing in there, like perfumes or whatever. Um, EWG.org, the Environmental Working Group was another one. Mm -hmm. so you can go on there and check out a variety of things. They have a section on skin deep, which is good to like, also search products, personal care products, shampoos, conditioners, makeup, stuff like that. And they give a, sc a score, their own score for toxins on that. Um, they, as I mentioned as well, they also have a section on water. So you can go in and for the US, people in the US, you can put in your zip code and it'll give you an idea of what contaminants are in your water. Um, what else is there? There's the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. Those yep. are specific ones to the EWG that you can search. So just go into your whatever search engine and type in the Clean 15 EWG or the Dirty Dozen EWG, and that should bring you right to that page. And that can give you... So the Dirty Dozen was related to uh, produce, essentially, and which ones absorb the most toxins, generally the ones that are the most porous, like berries for one are ones that that we recommend always going organic because because they are so porous and they will absorb all those toxins and once they're in there you can't get those out so you're consuming all that stuff so that's something to consider um i can't remember what the clean 15 was offhand you might recall but the foods that are on there um yeah. i mean things that aren't as porous yes things that have a, a shell on them that you don't actually eat can be helpful because the pesticides they can penetrate sometimes, but it's not mm -hmm. going to be as, as bad. big yeah. as bad. Um, the other thing with the dirty dozen, so the the items that are on there, yes, there's there's raspberries, there's strawberries, there's uh, spinach, I believe, there's lettuce. It's sweeter things. And if you think about it, bugs don't want the bitter stuff. <laughs> like if you ever grown kale in your garden, nothing wants to eat that. So that's one that's less of a concern, but raspberries, strawberries spinach are all very tasty things and bugs agree. So yeah, those are the things that have to be the most heavily sprayed. 
And yeah, the intention there is that if you're going out and you're shopping and you're thinking like, what is one thing that I can buy organic? The Dirty Dozen is a good list to take a look at and say like, okay, I'm getting berries today. If I buy one thing organic for myself, I'm going to do it from the Dirty Dozen list. So raspberries or spinach or strawberries. I can't remember what else is on there. But if you pick one thing from there, you at least know that you're buying something that typically would have been really heavily sprayed. And now you're getting something that's a bit better for you in that sense as well. Yeah. Um, that's, as you say, that's the best thing to do. You just, you can't look at the whole picture of your whole life and, and want to make changes that way. Cause it's just, it's so overwhelming. There's so many things to consider. So just as Kate says, pick a couple things and make, just start making changes, layer it in. So this week I'm going to look for a new deodorant and then next week I'm going to have a look at some organic berries instead. And then the following week I'm going to change up the butter I'm using and use grass fed or organic, whatever is available, depending on where you are and just start making those changes. And as you do, you'll start noticing probably improvements in your health because you're having better quality things either put on your skin or ingested, right? So there's just great positive things you can start doing. Yeah, just small changes. It's, I mean, it's it's the best way to get started. And when it comes to the deodorant, that another, you know, a way that you can deal with that is like, you don't want to throw it out when you're in the middle of a deodorant. Maybe some people might want to, but when you're almost out of, out of it, look mm-hmm. for a cleaner option. Yep. When you're almost out of your bottle of shampoo, look for a cleaner option. Um, and Dirty Dozen, and not Dirty Dozen, um, EWG.org and Think Dirty are both really great options, really good resources. EWG has lots of articles on there and you can search um, topics that you're looking at. And I mean, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us as well and we'd be happy to, to help you out there. For sure. And you gave a little tidbit to me a while ago as far as if you're doing any sort of searches related to improving your health, if you put something along the lines of holistic health or holistic nutrition in the search before whatever you want to search, that's likely to kind of hone in on those more natural options for yourself. So just consider that as a, another little tip to, to use. Yeah. That's one of the biggest, you know, when I was researching stuff, even in school to look something up, it was, I would always put holistic nutritionist hormone health or whatever I was searching for, because then I knew I wasn't going to get, um, the mainstream stuff as much. I was going to get more holistic options. So yeah, that's another great tip. So hopefully you got some value from this today. I mean, chemicals, toxins, metals are things that we deal with so many times daily throughout our lives and just having some awareness and some ideas of things you can do to start to of reduce the load for your system um, and make different choices can be really beneficial. Awesome. Uh, pretty much what you said. Um, <clears throat> thanks for listening. And again, have any questions, please reach out. Uh, take advantage of all these great resources that we shared because they are very helpful. And again, it's just simple little things that you can start to make changes and notice some improvement in your health. And if you want to dig even deeper into your health and want to actually work with us and start handling some things, please reach out, go to our website, alignnaturalhealth.com and book your first consult. Have a great day.